0: Talking everything St. Louis Blues as we head into the Blues Booth. Presented by Boardwalk Hardwood Floors, a proud partner of your St. Louis Blues. Find your perfect new floor at our four convenient locations and online at BoardwalkHardwood.com. Gary Davis, Randy Carriker. We go to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line and into the Blues Booth. And the TV voice of the Blues on Valley Sports Midwest is John Kelly. Good morning, sir.
1: How are you? I'm great, Randy. How are you guys?
0: Everything's terrific. What was your, what were your impressions of the three-one loss to the Oilers last night?
1: Well, I thought that the Blues um, had a poor first period, and as Coach Ruby said after the game, they weren't really skating. And you know, sometimes after a road trip, it sort of takes you a period or so to get back into the flow. And then after that, I thought they played great. And, um, you know, for the most part, did a really good job on McDavid and and Dreisidel. I know McDavid set up the winning goal um, by Nugent Hopkins, but, you know, they held those two goalless. Um, You know, the one area I think the Blues would like to clean up, obviously they wanted a better start last night, but they gave up a lot of odd man rushes. And, you know, they got away with it last night because their goaltender bailed them out. He was... He was sensational. Um, at the same time, the Oilers missed, uh, you know, quite a few open nets and, and tip and tries on those odd mans But I, I think overall, I think in the last two periods, the Blues played a really good game against a, a very good offensive team. And, you know, it was a tight game down the stretch and uh, McDavid made a really good play on the winning goal. And uh, at the same time, Skinner played well for Edmonton. Um, but, you know, the Blues, the bottom line is uh, they haven't scored a five-on-five goal now in three games. So, um, they need to score more goals. That's pretty obvious. Yeah, that's going to lead me to my next question: How much are they missing uh, Saad and Bucinovic in that in that department of being able to put the puck in the net? Well, Kerry, anytime you take out top players, um, obviously you miss those players, right? And it 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 throws your lines off a little bit. And um, you know, I, I think the Blues' best line in, in late last season, really in the playoffs, was was Robert Thomas with Bucinovic and Tarasenko, and that trio has played only one game together. That was the opening game. So, uh, you know, Bush Navridge was a 30 goal scorer, Sod had 24. So, um, yeah, they missed them, but uh, all teams have injuries and it gives opportunity to other players. But I, I think that in, in last night's game, the Blues did a much better job of going to the net and creating chances um, much better than they did in the last 30 minutes or so in Winnipeg on Monday when they didn't generate a lot in in the last half of the game.
0: John, I've always thought that one of the things, with all due respect to my football playing partner here, one of the things that made hockey the ultimate team sport is that you could build a system and do great things without necessarily having superstar players. I look at the Blues PK right now, and yes, it has great players, but you talk about a great system for keeping the puck out of your own net when you're killing a penalty. They're 100%. They're as good as it
1: gets. Yeah, and don't forget Randy, they they've played Edmonton twice. Yeah. And the Oilers' power play um was what 35% or so last night going into the game, and last year they were third in the league, so you've you faced one of the top power plays in in two of your five games and you've done a great job. So, I mean, PK always starts with great goaltending. That is the foundation of of killing penalties because the other team's going to get chances, right? You you can't hold them shotless, although they did the first three games or so. Um, So it starts there, but at the same time, they they do have uh, really smart players and they've done a great job. Craig McTavish um, really for the most part has taken over um, that role from Jim Montgomery, although all the coaches have a hand in in all aspects of the game. But yeah, they've done a really good job and, um, obviously, if you want to go deep and play well, you've got to have good special teams. So they're off to a great start this year. Hey, John, Ryan O'Reilly got his first point of the season last night, and, and when he got the goal, it looked like uh, just a weight was lifted off of his shoulders. Do you see him maybe pressing a little bit because he was not able to get those points to get anything going offensively? Well, not really, Kerry. I, I think that he had two or three really good chances Monday in, in Winnipeg. And if you look at O'Reilly's, starts the last couple of years with the Blues, he has been a traditionally fairly slow starter. So, you know, sometimes that happens with players. Um, At the same time, his line is one of the the lines that's been affected with with the injuries, you know, no sod. And, you know, a new player in Cairo, hasn't played a lot with Cairo over the last few years. So he has a new right winger. But um, Ryan still does so many things in all three zones that he's an effective player. But uh, obviously, like any player, any offensive player you want to produce. And, and I'm sure that, uh, you know, I don't think he was frustrated, but certainly there was some relief that he found the back of the net last night.
0: John, only five games in, and it's really hard to draw conclusions from a team. But there is there anything about this team that you didn't expect that you've seen in the first five games?
1: Well, I, I guess for any overall big picture, you know, it's a bit surprising that they, they haven't scored more goals. Now, I know they did in the first two games. They had five against Columbus and four in Seattle. But since then, um, you know, again, it's a small sample size, but they haven't scored a five-on-five goal now for three games. But this was a team last year that was third in goal scored and had 920 goal scores. So I, I think that's probably the, the one thing. I mean, the defense has sort of played the way you think mm-hmm. it would play. Um Bennington has been nothing short of sensational so far in his games. Um, so that's great to see. So I, I guess that the, the one area that they need to improve on, it's pretty obvious. I don't know. I guess it is a surprise, Randy, like I said. I, I would say so. Some, they, yeah, they, they aren't <laughs> scoring the goals. That you thought did score, so uh, I guess that would be my answer. The the defense last night seemed it seemed okay. There was a, a point where uh, Edmonton was on a power play for the entire two minutes, and and the the, P, the PK could not get off of the ice. What did you see during that series of, of play, and and how well they're playing defensively, other than just Jordan Bennington? Well, what did I see, Kerry? I saw a lot of great players on Edmonton move that puck around and yeah. have a lot of great chances. It, you know, and that's going to happen sometimes. Um, because really after a minute or so the the guys that are chasing the penalty killers get exhausted and it's hard to get the puck. Um, at the same time Bennington made some marvelous saves, obviously, and you know, they kept them they kept them without a goal. So um, again that's gonna happen and the was dodged a bullet there and and uh, got away with it. But you know, the Oilers when they throw out those those five guys in the power play with Nugent Hopkins and Obviously, McDavid and Dreisaitl. I mean, you know, all three players were were top picks in the draft, and they're they're skilled and and some of the best in the world. I mean, I think it's pretty obvious that. McDavid and Drysdale are the best one-two punch at center in the NHL. So when you can hold those guys goalless and do a good job in the PK, then you've done a pretty good job.
0: J.K., before we let you go, tonight's game is an ESPN Plus game, so I presume that you're here in town, right? In St. Louis?
1: Yes. I have the night off, my friend. You're right.
0: Uh, I, I'm glad for that, although I enjoy watching you. Selfishly, I like to have you doing the games. But Nashville, the Blues have developed a really nice rivalry with Nashville. They play a lot of close games. They're always fun games, and Nashville, even though they aren't off to a great start, you know they're going to present a big challenge for the Blues tonight.
1: Yeah, and, and they're a rest of the team, so this is a tough back-to-back. Um, a couple of things, Randy. Nashville won its first two games of the year over in the Czech Republic. They beat San Jose, and since then they've gone 0-4-1. So, you know, they're off to really a bad start when you consider they won their first two games. So they're going to be a very hungry team. And the last time the Blues were in that building – was last easter and you remember that game randy yep the Blues scored eight goals yep. in the second period um which was a club record and i i know that there's some different players there and whatever it's a new season but i guarantee that head coach john hines and and the leaders of the national predators remember that game and that beatdown last easter when the blues got eight goals in the second period so i think the blues are going to um, be in for an angry opponent tonight, and this could be a challenging game down in Nashville.
0: And John, we'll see uh, you and Panger back at it on Saturday as the Blues host the Montreal Canadiens. Thanks so much for the time; we appreciate it.
1: Okay, guys, thank you.
0: See you later. That is John Kelly. He is the TV voice of your St. Louis Blues here on 101 ESPN. Geico asks, "How would you love a chance to save some money on insurance?" Of course, you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help